Hey, welcome back, friends, and thanks for downloading this special pop-up episode of How to Wow with awesome US actor Miles Teller. Miles joined us on the show ahead of the premiere of the long-awaited sequel Top Gun Maverick out May 25th, 36 years after the original. You won't believe the process Tom Cruise put the cast through to make this one of the greatest sequels, some say the best sequels of all time. And Miles, who plays Rooster, is here to tell us all about it. But first, every morning, Tash, my wife, and I go scoop da loop with one heap scoopful of this all-round nutritional insurance, which is made up of no less than 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood, scientifically researched and blended together to support and improve energy, recovery, immunity, and digestion. Deep seaweed green, like nature itself. This eye candy concoction takes just a few seconds, like no more than five or six. Okay, ten tops. To prepare and taste absolutely gorgeous. And so, here's how you can get yours. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash howtowow and join health experts, athletes and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash howtowow. Okay, and don't forget slash howtowow because this will entitle you to the special deal Athletic Greens have given howtowow listeners. A free year's supply of vitamin D and five travel-free packs today to take with you on the go. Once again, Athletic Greens.com slash don't forget how to wow. Okay, cue the Top Gun Maverick conversation with me and Miles Teller. Good morning, Miles. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Virgin Radio. Welcome to the top of the town. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So we broadcast our show um, from a, a higher uh, position than um, you spend most of the film. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were pre- we were pretty low. This would be uh, yeah. This would be at the at the higher altitude that we filmed at for sure. Right. You've made some amazing films already. Of course you have. But what? What has it been like being part of Top Gun Maverick, for heaven's sake? Right. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's just now, I think, starting to really hit me as far as the, the anticipation and, and, and the fan base. I mean, everybody talks about Marvel fans and comic book fans, but the Top Gun, the Top Gun crew is, is ready. You know, they're loud and they are, they're coming out in full force and being able to kind of travel the world with Tom and see the fanfare that comes along with Tom Cruise. He's one of the most beloved, you know, stars we, we've ever had. So it's been it's been really special. Because no matter, you know, who he is uh, and what he's done and uh, what an amazing legacy he already has, and he's still very much around, he still puts the hours in, doesn't he? He still does all the heavy lifting and more. He's a great example of, of leadership. For sure. And I think he, I mean, he... Uh, yeah, he just elevates everybody around him. He's the, he's the hardest working guy. He's um, he knows everybody's name on set. He always impressed upon me and everybody, you know, how important manners are and there's there's ways to go about this business. Um, but he leads from the front, and because he's actually in this movie doing all the flying, uh, <laughs> he's doing more flights than, than anybody. But also that really kind of um, in, embedded the new pilots with him as well, because he knew what we were going through. The director, none of the crew, they weren't up in these jets. It was a couple of us, and then Tom. So he was a he was really just a wonderful ally. To have, and now I consider him, you know, uh, a really close friend, which is nice. How did you get the gig? 
I just paid somebody. <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta know how you to sell the bill all the right your person. family's houses. Yes, just get yeah. me in this film. As many houses <laughs> as I could sell, I did. Uh, no, I. So the director Joseph Kaczynski, he and I worked on a film together. Uh, the title in the U.S. was only The Brave. I'm not sure what it was here, um, or maybe it was the same, but it was about wildland firefighters. And apparently, he met with Tom. Uh, a, a while ago and he brought him like a photo of me and then he he pitched this idea of of uh of goose's son rooster being kind of that thread storyline with maverick and this and that so i would say really it was it was joe and then i had to i had to go audition for tom and jerry bruckheimer and then that was that was a pretty that was a pretty tight room that was uh and that must have been a few years ago now yeah, I mean, so we shot it, we started filming it four years ago, yeah. and then we finished it three years ago. So yeah, I would say it was probably about four and four and a half years ago. So you're ago. just out of your 20s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which yeah. is why you look, because we said, you know, look, you know you're know, you 35 now, so, yeah. but he looks 28, 29 in this film. Well, because he was almost 28, Well, also, I think that's because I was so tan. Yeah. And I think if you're tan enough, it can hide some hide some pain a little yeah. bit. And and also the the um, the the sort of uh, manifestation of, of your mustache. It was it's a youthful looking mustache in the film. Yeah. If you know what I mean, it's like yeah. you, you one can barely grow a mustache in, in one's <laughs> one's more tender years. Yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, I have a lot of buddies that are that are in the navy, and so that's called that's called a boat stash. And uh, you know, with that was something. I didn't feel like I really had to, you know, kind of imitate Goose in any way. But what is so important is that as soon as my character walks on screen, that you know, even if you haven't read about it, you know, as soon as I walk into the bar, you're like, oh, my God, that's that's got to be Goose's so kid. Good, he's got the look and the Hawaiian shirt and a bit of that same, I think, kind of vibe in the beginning. And he's got the honky-tonky piano skills and the karaoke skills. Oh, to yeah, go man. What a yeah. scene that is. Yeah, that was. Um, I'm glad I... You know, I'm glad I kept up with my piano a bit from when I was younger. Oh, mate, that, that's such, you know, because there are flash, you know, we won't get, well, I'm not going to give it, how much do we give away? I don't, don't give, away, but don't give that part away, okay, but I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, right, okay, so cool. It's such a cool film. <laughs> uh, so, but um, I do play and sing Great Balls of Fire in, you in the You certainly do, my yeah, friend. That, you certainly that we can do. Um, so Rachel is going to see the, uh, she's going to go to the premiere on Thursday. Which oh, they're, nice. Which they're already building the um, the sort of infrastructure for outside Leicester Square. I've never yeah. seen that before. So I, every morning, I run through Leicester Square. Oh, nice! And the Downton film—you know—they were building it the day before. This is three days before. That's a big build out there, yeah. man. Well, it's Tom Cruise. I'd expect and it's nothing Miles else. I mean, and his Top Gun. You saw him at the Jubilee. I mean, it's a big—it's a big deal. Yeah. So, so that's when I've seen the film. Rachel hasn't seen the film. Uh, she's taken a 13-year-old on his birthday to go and see the oh, film, perfect. which is awesome. It's a great age for it. Um, of course. Now he was doing his homework at the weekend, so he watched the original Top Gun. Oh, so, okay. So you say there's a fan base out there, but yeah. there's all these new fans as well. I mean, this is like could be one of the biggest films of all time. That's what I think, too. Um, I, I, agree, I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree, I agree with me. <laughs> and, um, and Rach was saying uh, he couldn't believe there wasn't any CGI. Yeah, so we watched the original and then we watched the trailer right. for the new one. Yep. And I was telling him there's no CGI. They are flying those planes. Yeah. He just could not he get his head around it. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, that's what I mean. And that was a big reason Tom has said ever since 1986 when the original came out that people have been asking him when he was going to do a sequel, when he was going to do a sequel. And he just never felt like it needed to be a franchise um, by any means, but one of the biggest things for him to be able to do this next one, he said the technology has to be there, and he said we're going to be up in the Jets for real. Everybody's going to be up in the Jets, and I think when Paramount first heard that they were going to put a bunch of actors in F-18s with with Top Gun pilots, 
um, and we were going to film it. I, I, I think they thought it was impossible, but I don't think that word, I don't think Tom knows the definition of, um, you know, impossible or something that can't be done. He really just sees it as as just the details haven't been worked out yet. Yeah, so I, I've actually driven a couple of Top Gun pilots around in uh, cars around um, the original Top Gun airbase. Okay. Um, and one of them threw up in the passenger seat, right? Wow. Because motion sickness can affect different people in different ways, especially if Absolutely. you're not behind the controls. And we caught it on film and we he said, please don't, please don't broadcast this because yeah. I'll never live it down. Yeah. Uh, for people who are listening who do... Um, suffer from motion sickness can you give us any tips please miles i mean i don't know i think it's that what they said at least with, when they were training us they're like either you you are you have g tolerance or you or you don't right. and so tell I, us about the g's tell us about the speed tell us about the diet tell um, us about the acrobatics sure so we yeah we were training when we were going up in the f-18s i think um we were maxing out at about seven and a half g's at seven and a half g's you're experiencing 1500 pounds of, of force of pressure so even just to move your head from like 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock takes an immense amount of, of strain um, and effort. Um, and yeah, I, I think what I've been saying is like I had a – I think my college drinking years trained me for being able to keep it together All right. <laughs> a little bit. How many, so how many hours have you racked up? Uh, in the F-18, I mean, we – it's um, – it's um, probably close to 30 hours in all of the – Planes combined, I mean, I don't know, 60, 70. But just for reference, one of the guys, Glenn Powell, he, he was able to get his pilot's license pretty soon after finishing because we, we had all the hours. It was just about um, you have to pass a test and then do some some kind of a solo flights. But, yeah, a lot, a lot of hours. What did you learn about yourself up there? Um, I don't know. You know, I, it, the, just that... You get to a point, because we would usually go up for about an hour and 20 minutes, and the first 30 minutes, the adrenaline's going, and you're you're legitimately having a pretty good time. And then after that, the nausea sets in, <sighs> but you just have to keep, you just have to keep going, because you're not, you're not returning to base until, you know, in, until you're done, until you're going to, you know, until the fuel's gone, pretty much. Yeah, f from you and the plane, for a good while. Um, it's one of these signature... Uh, signature sort of memories from me uh, from both films for me from both films is is the um, I don't know if the Ray-Ban av aviators so I don't know what the official sunglasses are right. that, that all the Top Gun pilots wear but you're, all yours are wonky now that's on purpose isn't it because you have people who look after these yeah, and they're not straight because they don't want it to be the perfect sort of I think post that might to look be, I think that might be my nose oh no the other day but my style Tom's other... is wonky as well is that a thing uh, okay I don't know but the other day my stylist was like no I think you just have like an uneven like <laughs> face so well in, in which case i'm sorry to we'll say it was on we'll say it was on purpose but i thought it was i think yeah. it was. um did you get to ride the kawasaki ninja i did i did not though my character drives a uh an old bronco which is actually pretty similar to the one i have in in real life i have a 75 baby blue bronco um that's very similar to the one in the movie which is gorgeous yeah by the way any very tips nice. for people looking for a second-hand bronco what do we look out for what can go wrong with the bronco i mean so much i mean i mine was like we you know we took the whole thing off the frame and really just because there's so much even if they look good on the outside they um you know it's it, there's a lot of muscle there so you really have to there's usually a lot of rust that you're not seeing okay um, so ahead of the premiere, you're here for a couple more days. Yeah. This is a global tour, isn't it? It is, yeah. What's that like? Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty exciting, man. There was a portion of it that 
that originally I was going to go do that I'm not. But yeah, I mean, we're down at, you know, we had San Diego and then we're in Mexico City and then we're here and we're going to Cannes and... Yeah, I mean, I've never been a part of a movie of this of this size, and you just realize that these these really big movies that they can cross all kind of cultural and, and language barriers, and that um, you know they're just excited. I, I love you know I love getting out of wherever I'm I'm from or wherever I'm living at the time. You're all great in it. The cinematography is great in it. It's all good, good, good. Can I just yeah. say three words to you though? Yes. Script. Script, script. The script is I know. so tight. I know. It's I know. so tight, isn't it? Yeah. The I mean, the quality control when you're working with Tom is there, and the amount of time. I mean, he would often bring us into his, uh, you know, into his trailer, and we would, whenever we went through the script, we always started at the beginning and we went all the way through, even if we were just looking at one line and one scene. You know, that's like the 17th scene of the film. You always start from the beginning, go all the way through, and. Um, and yeah, we had a lot of great writers and, and Chris McQuarrie, who has been, uh, you know, such an asset to us. And then with Tom, he's worked with Tom uh, many times. And from top to bottom, you're just working with, you know, the, the tip of the spear, people that absolutely are the best at what they do. I love it when the scenes are so pared down from a, from a script point of view. Yeah. Well, it makes your job so much easier, too. Yeah, but you, you, can, I mean? you can hear all the words that were left behind yeah. in the lightness of touch, yeah. which gives you the profundity, which says it That's all. That's a great word. That's the <laughs> word of the day. You, who had, the, who had that on their bingo card, profundity? Um, uh, just before, I know you pushed um, for time. Just tell us about Val Kilmer. Because he's in all the papers. Yeah, Val, you know, he, he was on set um, a decent amount. I think people, if they've seen his documentary or not, are probably a bit aware of, of kind of what he's been dealing it's, it's with really health-wise. Health but he's, I mean, Val's somebody as a, you know, as an actor that I've always, I've always admired. And so seeing him and, and Tom and... We had a we had a we have a couple guys that were in the original that would that would stop stop by on set and so that was that was that was nice man it was like a high school reunion for those guys they worked together and you know thirty some years ago and then to to reprise the roles or or just to be on set it was a really it was just a yeah a great feeling. Um, before you go, uh, let's just set let's set it up. So so Rooster and Goose, um, Rooster is Goose's son. Yes. Uh, for people who haven't seen the original film, and everybody's going to catch up. I think you know it doesn't really matter, does it? Do you watch the the first one if you haven't seen it before you go and watch the second one? Do you watch the second one and then enjoy the first one, wondering what may have happened from what you've already seen? And I've said on the air, you know, for the last seven days, you may have heard about it. The fact we've been raving about it. <laughs> and, uh, Paramount. Is so don't happy. be don't be embarrassed about that. <laughs> no, Paramount. Is so don't happy. be shy about it's that. It's like we're being paid millions to direct. They said you've done all this for like a, a diet coke and a, a you know a, a preview screening i said no because i just love the film um but you know uh as far as as far as the 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 relationship between goose and rooster just set it up for us if you don't mind sure yeah i mean so i play uh so so really yeah just to set up the film it takes place you know 30 some years later after the after the original it kind of follows a the the true timeline of how much time has passed and it starts it opens with Maverick and you see what Maverick's been up to in the which the is brilliantly rebellious yeah. isn't it I forgot about that bit. Yeah, yeah yeah it's so Mac good 10, everyone so it's kind of the time in between and and then it opens with Maverick see what he's doing and then and then um, he gets he has a, a meeting with you know Ed Harris and Ed Harris lets him know where he's going and <laughs> where he's going really is to there's a new group of uh, pilots we're all already been through Top Gun so it's not like the the original we're topping graduates and you know we need there's a there's a mission that we've been called in for and, and tom's going to be the guy to to you know 
see us through. And it's not a sequel. It's not a sequel. I think it's th- it's a therapy session uh, for what happened in, in the first movie. That's why like, it doesn't have that sequelness about it. No, I know. It's no. different. It's just yeah. different. It's a part two. It's a you know, it was the film that we didn't know existed, but obviously always did in some people's minds. And thankfully, you've you've all brought it to life. I can see your team here who've come with you. You all are like you're you've been working really hard. Well, over it's the, last the jet few days. lag. Some of them couldn't go to didn't go to bed till about five a.m. and then we're in my room at you know seven a.m. Yeah, so what are you gonna do? That's it. Show. Um, Business. Well, give my love to your mum and dad and your sister. Will Have a do. great week here and congratulations, Miles. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's really fantastic. Thank it's you. Fantastic. All right, there we are. That was the marvellous Miles Teller. If you liked it, don't forget to rate and review this episode and why not dive into the How To I archive for more wisdom from the likes of Billy Idol, Rick Astley and the legendary Mini Driver. Adios, amigos. Turn and burn, baby. <laughs>